Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Okay, welcome ladies and gentlemen to this week's edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA Podcast on wearecavan.com. We're going to be previewing the uh, Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Championship semi-finals. We're going to also be previewing the relegation playoffs in the uh, Senior and the Intermediate Championship as well. As always, I'm joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, sports editor with the Anglo Celt. Um, Paul, I suppose just to let the listeners know, on the patreon.com uh, forward slash We Are Calvin podcast, we'll be previewing the College Craft Bakery Junior Championship final, which will have interviews from both camps. It should be very exciting. Yeah, well, a couple of great interviews. I know you spoke to the Dermain lads, I spoke to the Kill and Care lads, um, and I heard your interviews they were very interesting, and I. I Particularly thought Louis Fay Cooper was very interesting. Mm. I recommend people to check him out. He's he's an unusual character. He, he's definitely not um, one for playing the poor mouth. He's confident, and that's good. It's refreshing. Do you're like me? Do a lot of interviews before big matches, and players tend to play the poor mouth on it, but Louis doesn't. And it's the norm. And and, and I don't blame anybody for playing the poor mouth or, or or trying to dumb things down a wee bit. But when you when you come across somebody that's a little bit different like that, that, that is maybe speaking, I I, I nearly compare it to a boxer. Look at I'm going in here and I'm going to win, and I'm going to you know, or I'm going to do everything I possibly can to win. I don't think he states we're going to win, but he's not shy about the desire in him to go out and win, and that's I think is a nice thing. I think it's a nice thing too. I always think with boxers, um, the boxing is such a public thing. Like you're you're literally going in to have a fight with another man in public, <laughs> and there's a whole crowd watching it, and you know it's if you lose, it's it's so public, it's so out there, and with boxers, I think they really have to genuinely have to convince themselves they're going to win. If people say boxers are so arrogant, but they, I think it's all part of the game. They have to convince themselves they're going to win, and I don't see why it could be any different with football. Like this thing of, um, oh, you know, oh, you know, the, our opponents are absolutely brilliant, and you know, oh, should we kick the ball kicked out of them? Maybe we should play a clip of of Louis and, and wet people's appetite. Yeah, we will. We put in a wee bit just here now. So this is a, a wee taster of the. Preview podcast for the Cully's Craft Bakery Junior Championship Final on Patreon.com forward slash We Are Calvin. Yeah, a good challenge. Do you feel do you feel like you're playing you're playing your best football now at the minute? Um, well, I, I know from watching you're playing great football. Ah uh, well tears, but uh I don't know maybe about my best football, but I definitely think that it's probably my maturest football. Yeah. You know, um a lot of people like seeing, you know, you know, running forward and you know, getting scores, popping over forty fives, but there's a lot of other stuff that you have to get done and I definitely think that it's the other smaller stuff that I've kind of more been focusing on and that's been getting done a lot this year I think so I, I think that's probably the more focusing or the thing I focus on most. Okay, so moving on into the the, the business. Um we'll start off with the relegation playoffs maybe. Um Drum Goon against Bally Hayes now on the podcast earlier in the week, um, we were talking about Ballyhays' defeat uh, at the hands of Corner Fane. I, I I was unaware at that stage. David Brady broke his leg again in that game. Um, he's having a horrible time. Is of, that the of same injury. leg, Damien? 
I don't know if it's the same leg. I don't know, but I, I, I know it was just a completely accidental collision. That that one of those things that go in the game. It, it's unfortunate, but we want to send our best wishes out to David Brady. Obviously, a, a you know very difficult, difficult injury to come back from again, and him only after coming back really towards the start of this year from the previous leg break. So it's a a, a tough time, but that's a big blow to Bally Hayes. Yeah, and thinking back to that St Pat's Macquarie Cup squad. Um, they've picked up a lot of injuries those fellas in the last couple of years that was a team that we, we would have hoped that Cavan would have brought through maybe up to half a dozen of that mm. team because they were such a good team they were as good as any team in Ireland I would thought in schools that year but you looked like Connor Smith of course was on that panel uh, David was on that panel um, Matty McKenna was on it and he's he's just coming back from a bad leg break Derek Oh, Derek Kennedy. Kennedy, sorry. Coming back from a long-term injury as well. So, yeah, yeah the, Pierre Smith has had his injury problems too. A lot of them have picked up injuries. It's a, it's a real shame because, um, you know, I think that team certainly had potential and still mm-hmm. has, but David, David Wilson's another lad who's missed out. So there's a lot of that team... Um, just probably are missing out on a crucial stage in their development. Yeah, and I suppose we, we'd, we'd hope that they can all get back soon. They're still young, still only 22 would it be 20, 21, 22, something that like was, that? That was 2015. Like, like you say, Derek Kennedy was, was 16. Yeah. Paddy Riley was 16. So, um, it, it, it was... It, yeah, they're probably... The eldest of them is probably 21 and a half, going on 22. So, like, plenty, definitely have time yeah, on your side. plenty of time. Drumgoon, well, I suppose, looking at it, Bally Hayes without McCormick, without David Brady. Um, Drumgoon will fancy their chances here. They will. Bally, Bally Hayes probably would appear vulnerable. Um, like, you know, the corner fan game, I felt it was going to be a tough game for them because they were really in a dogfight. And the corner fan would have been kind of gearing up for, for a dogfight from a bit out. Like, with all due respect, Bally Hayes would have probably had their sights on bigger things. Bally Hayes would probably have fancied themselves to get back to and win that intermediate championship. And good, with good reason. They were in the final of it last year. And mm. the last time they were in it before that, they won it. Um, whereas Corner Fane still f- finding their feet only their second year at Intermediate and after losing the first couple of games they were probably stealing themselves for that sort of a dog fight and they're that type of a team and they came up Andrew Smith with the late goal came up and, and broke Bally Hayes' hearts uh, I feel like there's an inevitability about this that's going to be the 1-3 the 1-3 uh, classical Derby <laughs> yeah Bally yeah. Hayes and Red Hills if anyone doesn't know the area that's the 1-3 one, that's, um, that's that's your, your feeling of inevitability is probably down to the fact of being Red Hills that there's just something written that you have to clash you know not necessarily reading it in form it's a fairly fierce rivalry you know maybe sometime we should do a podcast about the biggest rivalries in Cavan like I suppose uh not to go off too much of a tangent, I think Lacken and Balanya is a big one. Mm. Garen and Mullahorn would be a big one, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely would be yeah. a huge one. Um, you know, there's, there's lots, there's lots of. M- much of Connor to Mar Nugent is a good one. Drumlane and, and Biltor. Oh, it's it's vicious. That's fierce, <laughs> it's vicious. It really is vicious. I, and I'll not I'll not say any names, but the amount of I got a few text messages from Drumlane people saying best of luck against Beltor but really mean it and you know <laughs> I really hope you do it this sort of stuff like they just even though they were preparing for their own games they were still <laughs> and I, sp- I spoke to a Lavi man and he said he got a couple of texts from Balnia fellas after they beat Lacken right. so like it's vicious but I, I'd have I'd have Red Hills and Ballyhays in that bracket Yeah. at one time Red Hills and Drung was the big one but over the last couple of decades probably Ballyhays there was a famous under 21 match played in the late 80s for where Red Hills beat Ballyhays in the Flagon Meadow something like four points to three in the middle of winter or five three or something like that I remember talking about it to my uncle and we drove past the flag of meadow one day and he said something like 
2nd of January 1986 <laughs> you remember the game man Mickey Rodden and all those fellas probably James Brady and that sort of era but uh, you know they, they could meet again oh, Drumgoona could hill actually when we're talking about Drumgoona that's another vicious one I remember being at a league match uh, for some reason I was at a league game in in Coothill a few good few years ago and at, at the time Drumgoona would have been better than Coothill but Coothill beat them Colin Smith um, scored a few points he was home from England I think and uh, it's 10 or 12 years ago but Coothill had nothing to play for and I think they either stopped Drumgoona getting promotion or they relegated mm, them I think you're right I remember. and it was I mean it was like a championship final so the, I mean that rivalry is not there at Drumgoona Bally is um, but you'd have to say Ballyheads are probably a little bit vulnerable because they're stuck in this mire now and they're just going to have to fight their way out of it. No, like, doesn't matter how good a team you are at this stage, you're, as, you're only as good as your last game and they're they're there on merit where they are now. Normally you say that about a team that gets to the final or something but they're, they're where they are based on results. Like, some going are a bit of an enigma because they, they, you know, they won two games in the group, they won their last game in the group, beat the bridge, went in, lost a high scoring game to Swad and now they are here, but but probably Drumgoon have nothing to lose because, you know, they they probably would have a lot of people would have expected Drumgoon to be in a bit of a relegation battle. Mm, possibly, yeah, possibly. So, like, they still have the threats of Big Mick McDonald there, Keith Fannin still back playing a bit, Connor Mina obviously giving something coming up from the half back line and in that energetic presence around the middle of the field. Conal Farrell is very good on the freeze. Aegon in the corner as well, you know. Killian Minor. Killian Jim McNally's still there. Like Jim McNally's been some club player for Jumgoon. Yeah. Jim McNally's been a hell of a player for about 42 years. (laughs) (laughs) Every bit of it, but still one of their best players. He's he's class, he's a natural footballer. But his handling is so good. I love his his first touch. Like anything that comes within arm's reach, he'll gather, he'll bring that ball in and he'll hold on to possession. And then his movement, while not terribly quick, we'll say, is always right, you yeah, know. A strong man. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they'll cause a lot of trouble. Like Ballyhays have lost the full back line from earlier on in the year between going away and stuff like that. So, you know, Drumgoon won't be fearful that they can't get scores in this situation. They'll they'll think if they can go and press, they'll get their scores out of it. So imagine if Ballyhays went down. They'd have gone from winning the intermediate championship, relegated from senior championship, in an intermediate final, relegated from from intermediate. Like it would have been four eventful seasons, mm. you know. And I genuinely thought, like back when they won the intermediate and beat beat Arva in the final, put up a real good show in Ulster against a strong team from Monaghan, lost an extra time. I thought that with Ballyhays, with the forwards they have, and with their age profile and things like that, they're a team now that that will go on and and settle in to senior mm. life nicely. But injuries, the players going away, fellas going away, maybe during championships, things like that. Maybe just the desire wasn't there. Look where they are now. Yeah, well, I suppose it's it's down to call it. Who who do you think is going to win this one? Yeah, uh, I think given given the the big score that Drumgoon conceded last week, uh, I still think that Ballyhays would have to be ranked ahead of Swad at the minute. I think if Ballyhays, I know they've lost David now as well, but I still think there's bound to be enough about them that Ballyhays will win this one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough. This is gonna be an absolute dog fight, and 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 look at all relegation. That 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 should go. But you're going to beat them in the group, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And now look at by all accounts, I think you know, Ballyhays were what two three points up, and conceded one two in the last few minutes against Corner Fane. So they had themselves in a winning position. They just didn't see it through. Um, it's it's a matter of seeing it through. But I I don't see much more than a 
a point or two on this, you know, either side. I, I just, I wonder is the loss of David on top of the loss of Sean McCormick going to play heavy on, on the Ballyhays boys and if mentally that gets at them, Drumgoon could win this one. I, 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 I just have a feeling Call it, it could call, be Drumgoon. Drumgoon by a point. Drumgoon by a point. I'm going to go with Ballyhays. You know, like it's one, I think it has to look at one of those games that Ballyhays could win it by a few or they could lose it maybe by a point like they did the corner fan. Like I do think if Bally has clicked, I think they're probably at a better side there. Mm. And I'm going to give them give them the vote to avoid the the, the one three classical. I'm going to say Bally has a win it by by four points. By four points, right? Very good. That game's on Friday. Um, it's on the lights in Bombay, I think it is. Yeah, I'll check that. He's in Bombay, but the uh, we'll stay with the, with the relegation playoffs and we skip. No, forward. it's in Kingscourt. Oh, it's in Kingscourt yeah. on the lights. Kieran Callahan Electrical Limited has been providing a quality service to the industrial, commercial and domestic sectors nationwide since 1996. Reduce your business's energy bill with our energy audit. Or if you need any electrical works carried out, why not contact Kieran Callahan Electrical on 049 433 Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Um, relegation playoff then Sunday is um, it's Balagna against Cuthill in Drumalee. I think it is a uh, Sunday afternoon as well or Sunday no it's early Sunday actually yeah it's 2 o'clock Sunday in Drumley Balagna against Goodhill another interesting game like we said it last week Damien if either of these sides were to go down like you'd have to say that it'd be a pretty good team going down at the start of the, at the start of the competition probably Sharkock would have been most people's tips to go down they did brilliantly to stay up um, but I think for Goodhill or, or uh, Balagna to go down would be would be a bit of a seismic upset. Like Balnea were champions five years ago and have been competitive right through. Um, even in Division One of the league this year, they're competitive. Yeah. The the big problem for me with Balnea and it reminds me a little bit of my own club that the the underage hasn't been coming through in the last few years. They've been they've they've had problems getting underage management. They've had the problems. Sort of problems pulling people to, to do jobs within the club it doesn't feel like a healthy club and I just wonder is that kind of relayed onto the field all the time like Killy McBride's going to be missing in this game as well um, you know they're, they're, they just seem like their leaders aren't ready to step up or aren't aren't there to step up the hunger isn't there and that's kind of maybe that the because the club doesn't seem like it's thriving you, yeah. you get this on field Result, if you know. Maybe, I mean. yeah, maybe, yeah. It's it's definitely not a good sign. Um, when when you're struggling to fill uh, positions and committees and stuff like that, and I know there's lots of clubs are, but probably Balnea is is kind of notorious for it at this stage because sometimes you hear about that they're having EGMs and stuff like that to fill positions, and the top table will have a bit of a bare look about it. Mm. But I I think that the 
the, probably their main problem is there was a there's a gap there. Like you take the lads, the likes of Thomas Moore's age group, they're probably twenty eight. Fellas like that, there's a couple around that age, and then you have got the older fellas like let's say like Paul Riley and uh, Pee Wee and fellas like that that are that are maybe just over the thirty mark or whatever, and then you have a gap then down to probably the new, the new lads like. Uh, we'll say Paddy O'Brien the new man that moved in from Kildare like he's in his early 20s and then you have the Shane Finnegan's and the Sean Keating's and Gavin Smith and, and players like that mm. who are who are that bit younger again like, that sort of an age so there's a gap there for fellas in their early 20s whereas when they won the championship they had those because say Thomas and fellas like that were you know, 23 mm. 22, 23 and you had Podge was probably at his prime he was probably 27 you know so it's it's uh yeah, I I still think I still think Ballyar are probably good enough. They've a lot of miles on the clock. There's an awful lot of these fellas probably there since since oh six. Like thinking back, like you would have had I'm not sure off the top of my head, but you would have had quite a few. Like I'm sure someone can can tweet Podge, us now. So. Podge was probably in around the panel at that stage. Um Paul Gallagher was on it back then and, Yeah. Um It's not that Butty. Butty I think was around maybe at that stage. Nigel McDermott was on it and he was very young. Two thousand and six. He was. Was he? Yeah. He was only about seventeen. Jeez, he was. He, he was, was very young, yeah. and he was very good. Mm. Um, he was definitely on it for Ulster. I'm not sure if he was on it for. Did he come into the team for Ulster? Or was he there for County? But he was. I'm 99 percent sure. And I was on it. On seven, sorry, in seven when they won it. Yeah, it was was it those six? Six Trumley. Was those six won the county in 07? It would have been like February when they won the Ulster. Would that no, be no, no, no. Oh six Trumley won the intermediate. Oh seven Balanya won it, and so then oh eight, the Ulster thing. Okay. Okay. So yeah, possibly oh eight, oh 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 six. I don't think Niall, no, no, Niall McDermott definitely wasn't around at that stage. So I'm thinking just because of the drum and contacts on it that I can remember. Yeah, who was playing at that stage? But they're they still have the quality of player to be very competitive at senior level. But if the quality of player isn't playing to the quality of their ability. They're they're not they're not going to be worth anything to you. So they like the big players have to step up on Sunday for Balanya to win this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at I would say the likes of Podge and Kevin De Bon and fellas like that. Like I definitely wouldn't. They don't know anything to the club. They've been great servants to the club and they've been they've been there for and they've played some mighty games. Like and thinking right back to to twenty thirteen, fourteen, even fifteen. Like they were back in quarterfinals, semifinals mm. every year. Um. They're probably at their peak. They're just they're past their peak now. Like, but I, they should be still. You know, imagine good enough. But I'd, I'd be very alarmed by by the hiding they got from Killigarry. Absolute trimming. You were at that one. Yeah, and 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 what I'd be alarmed about is the fact that they were open at the back. And could Hill have very good forwards when you're when you're playing man for man? Your Tom Hayes, your Enda Hessens, your Stevie O'Connors, lads like that. Colin Smith. Colin Smith, like Dermid, um Carney. Dermot Carney, is it Carney? But the the tall lad. You've keep been in Dermot. Oh, Conley, yeah, Dermot Conley, yeah. Dermot Conley, like there's there's lots of good forwards there, and and I think if if Kurt Hill are given the space that that Kiligary were given, I think Kurt Hill is going to win this one. Mm, but see, the, the thing is, Kurt Hill, Kurt Hill could. Uh, if you're back in Good Hill, you could you could be driving America, you could be in the poorhouse because you don't know what they're gonna do. Like I discovered that when they played Lacken, uh, when I I fancied them to beat Lacken after and they scored four points and they came out after and kicked five nine against Kilgarry. You know, like on, on the line of form through Kilgarry, Good Hill are stronger because they've beaten Kilgarry. They were way mm. ahead of Kilgarry at one stage and Kilgarry proved themselves a good bit better than Ballin. Yeah, you know I. 
yeah, no, I, 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 I fancy good ill here, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And like Balanya survived last year an extra time. That's in right. A, in a relegation playoff. And if truth be told, it was more of a collapse by Mullerhorn than a than a thriving on by Balanya. You know, Mullerhorn had had that game won and, and kind of just fell apart in the last few minutes. I actually predicted that, would you believe? I, I, I predicted that the week before the game that Mullerhorn would lose that game in extra time. That that was a pity I couldn't have put money on, but I remember I remember saying to someone I had a feeling from talking to the Mullerhorn once that they were really up for it and they were starting to get players back. And uh, I remember talking to Paul the Gunner and he was asking me how did I think it would go and I said I think I think Mullerhorn would build up a lead good enough to win it but I said they'll either they'll either end up a draw or um, or they'll just get caught because they just didn't they just had forgotten how to win games yeah I, I, I think you said it on a podcast yeah I think I probably but, did but yeah. that's that, that's a, I think a factor I think it's overlooked in, in punditry what we call it like, like teams get into a habit of getting a result it's like a, I firmly believe that players get into a habit of being injured Mm. And a lot of players, they're in the habit of being injured, and they'll always be injured. And so, okay, maybe you get a break or something like that. That's different. But fellas, just are not. They're in, some fellas are in the habit of being flying fit, and they'll be flying fit. And others are in the habit of being injured. And I think teams get into the habit of getting results. If you take Lara there, like they're in the habit now of 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 winning games, or they're certainly not in the habit of losing games. I was thinking about that. Like I, I tipped Cucullins to win that game, and now we're going to move on to that now. But I'm doubting myself even st- already because. So you're playing the two sides here. I know I am, I've been doing it all year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> playing, playing one, one card in the paper and playing the other card in the podcast. I, I like Lara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is. It's, it's the dreaded vote of love from Paul Fitzpatrick. But, so we, 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 we'll, we'll finish off with Coothill, anyway, Balanya, you're calling Coothill. I'm calling Coothill. I'm sticking with you as well. I, I, I the light, the lighter score, 316 or 1-1. Or, or, or 3. One, one. <laughs> or three, or yeah. three. <laughs> Okay, we, we'll move on to the Hotel Kilmer Intermediate Championship uh, semi-finals and, and this is where I become just the interviewer and, and allow you to, to dig into it. So we'll start off with Cuchullins and Lara. What, what way do you see this one going? Someone said to me that, that Cuchullins have, have a senior standard forward line and a junior standard back line and that's how they ended up intermediate. Which, you know, that's a bit black and white. I thought about that and I thought, is there any merit in this? And I looked up the tables and... There was only three teams that had a better defensive record in the group stage than Cucullins out of 14 in intermediate. So I know Mullerhorn was one of them. I uh, can't remember the others off the top of my head. but So their defensive record was the fourth best out of 14 and they were the highest scoring team. Yeah. The only team that scored... or Sorry, the team that came closest to them was Lara. They scored one point more than them in the group stages. So I think that's probably a little bit unfair. Now, probably what the reason they, they've got that name or people have said that is because their best-known players are their forwards. Like... You know, I know the backs from covering them, but a lot of people mightn't, might know the backs. Which if you t- you think of the forwards, the Evan Doughty's, Adam Riley's, uh, Eugene Keating, Connor Smith, a lot of them have played county football, mm. and um, they're in you know they're in the paper a lot. They're putting up big scores. Brian McGee, whereas the backs are not. There's not there's no county players in the backs. I'd say so. The likes of Chris Tully, Donica Dunn, um, Aegon Daly, all those fellas. They're they're not well known big county names, but they're still good good players. Like. Mm. Um, so, I think Cuchulainn's their their Achilles' heel is that they're up and down. You know, I saw them against Bally Hayes. They were one four to a point up, cruising. Ended up hanging on. Saw them against Kilachandra, six points and no score up. I had to leave the game to go and cover another game, and I got someone to take the notes for me in the second half. The time I checked back, they had, they had held on to win by a point, and Kilachandra had a last minute free to, to get a draw out of it. So they've been doing that for years. I've been saying that for years on the podcast. I remember talking to Peter Riley when he was over them, and he was saying like they were very hot and cold. 
um, not alone from week to week, but within games. And they still have that. Maybe it's just the personnel they have and uh, the very very instinctive players. Maybe and sometimes they'll go over and sometimes they won't. I don't know what mm. the reason for it is, but so Cuyones are a bit like Goodhill. You don't know what you're going to get. But that said, they've, even their 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 median level of play, if we put it like that, has still been pretty good in this championship. Like they haven't had any yeah. horrendous results or anything like that. Lara, I've seen them there a few times, and they were they were very good in the in the league, in the group stage in some games, um, and then they were they were I thought they were the better team in the drawing game against Bailieborough, and still probably should have lost it in the end up, um, and then the replay, probably when the Lara people read my match report, they might think I'm being a bit harsh on them, but I didn't think they were particularly good, even though they put up two fourteen. You'd have to say any day you put up two fourteen is is good scoring in a championship match, but I didn't think they were particularly good. There was something. Didn't convince me about them, um, you know. I, I think I think Paddy Rudden is extremely important to them, but outside of Rudden, they've an awful lot of similar players. And you know, take Owen Cooney, like finished the game brilliantly in the in the draw game, but didn't didn't influence the game at all in the race. Is, is the setup in this game how, how important are the managers going to be? Because you'd imagine if you leave space for Lara to to run into. Lara will run the hammer on you but if you close it up like Aku Hullen set up with a couple in the defence to maybe a couple of forwards to come back or, or they'll just go man for man Aku Hullens um, the last yeah no they haven't been bringing anyone back from, from what I saw the last day um, they were going for man for man so uh, will they do that again I'm not sure Lara had Lara had a sweeper back um against Bailey the first day. Now, they didn't have him in the second day, but they had a spare man for a good while and they used um, Fergal McKenna as the spare man. Right. So, it, it, you know, it was, they effectively had a sweeper, but it wasn't a tactic. It's just that they ended up with a numerical advantage. Yeah, you're right. I suppose you're playing a team with pace and you've got to, you've got to stop them. Now, the funny thing is, Damien, Bailey have a bit of pace about them. Mm. And I really noticed that the last day, they, they they have a lot of a few fellas with no pace, but they have a few fellas with blistering pace, mm. and like you think, Reese Clark, Michael Argue, fellas like that, they, they Rory Farrell, Luke Gilson is very fast. Yeah, they can cover the ground too. So maybe that's that's how Bailey matched up well with them to draw with them the first day and gave them problems the second day as well. Even though they sort of few decisions went against Bailey Bar and Lara were the better side. Like don't get me wrong, but you wonder do Collins have the pace to match them? Yeah, it's hard. It's very hard to know. Cuhullins definitely have physicality. They're a big, strong team. Um, but thinking of speed in it, um, uh, there's none that are standing out in my head that are, are blisteringly fast. But then there's none that I'd say, well, his, his Achilles heel is he's terribly slow. You know, he, like, yeah, it's it's very hard to know. It's, it's, it's going to be a completely different style of teams. If you know what I mean, I and I haven't seen Cuhullins play this year, but I imagine an awful lot of kicking and their lads using the ball very well and winning their own ball. Whereas I've seen Lara play and it's a running game; it's it's yeah. it's, it's high octane stuff. So and even, it's very it, different. It's very much a running game, and even though they have a great target man on the edge of the square, they don't use him as a target man in the sense that they don't kick long ball to Paddy Rudden. No. He'll, he'll come out and he'll win a ball in front of his man, hook it over his shoulder, or he'll come around on the loop, loop. and yeah. he'll, 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 he's physically strong, he can hold on to the ball. But they don't use him, they never kick a high ball to him, for no. example. They'll kick the odd chest high ball in, long ball to him, but it's very rare. But the funny thing with Cullen, just think about their personnel, actually. If you look at, we'll say, Keating and Adam Riley, that's two fellas that, that 
could score two five or score nothing. Both lads are seriously gifted, yeah. gifted footballers, but they can be a bit hot and cold as well. It's probably their weakness. Maybe that's just going back to that. Maybe that's the the, the reason for that for that what we're talking about with Hugh Hollands. But yeah, I think it's I think it's a tricky one to call. Like there's only a point between them when they met in the group stages as well. Jack McKenna out. It's bound to be worth something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think he's he's probably been the pick of the, the mm, lads, apart from Rodden maybe. He's, because he's 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 got that run ability, but he's just got the size as well. And when he turns on the burners, like he can go. Yeah, and he can go for long. Mm. Like he can he can go thirteen to thirteen, you know, without breaking stride. You know, he has that ability to take those lung busting long runs all the way up the field, and 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 they're vital when you're transitioning with a running game. So you take that out of their game. I know they still have lots of players that are full of legs, but it's I, I think it's a loss to them. Whether it's a oh, one or two or a three point loss. Time will tell. If it's a two point loss and all all other things are equal, they'll lose by a point. Yeah. You know, if I don't know, it doesn't yeah. work like that. Fergal O'Rourke missed a few frees <laughs> last weekend too, um, which isn't like him. He kicked one at the very end, but the game was kind of won at that stage. So they're going to need him to nail his forty fives and his frees as well. Um, mm. I was la- I was laughing at Keelan Milan of the trainer for Lara at one stage near the end of the game. Fergal O'Rourke was coming up and he shouted at him you don't need to run you can walk but it was so, <laughs> but it was so obvious in front of everyone people in the stand were laughing but uh, so he started walking he broke into a walk then <laughs> usually coaches are saying the direct opposite but it's, maybe it's well it's a, it's a definite uh, sign kill- that they were in a good position ah, yeah they were killing time um, so call it you've called Cuhullins in the paper yeah I'm going to stick with Cuhullins Um I am going to stick with Collins. I think that Doughty might have an off day, Keating might have an off day, um, Connor Smith might have an off day, but I can't see them all having it. And I think they're all good, they're all match winners in their own right. So if one of them clicks, I should have mentioned about Connor Smith. While Keating has been missing, he was away, I think, for a while. Um, they've been playing Connor in close to goal again, and did did well. Like I mean, he can play he can play in a lot of positions. But I like I like to see him in a deeper role. I saw him in the league final last year against Bilbao. I think it was last year. Maybe it was the year before against Matorbert up in Drummondy. It was last year. Yeah, and he, yeah. I, I think that was one of the first times I've seen him play out in the forty, and he was excellent. He's a great ball carrier, and he, it's not that he he goes at, at he's not a Jack McKenna. It's just his control is unreal, mm-hmm. like, and he can beat men all the time. But a couple of the games I saw him earlier in the year, I think I've seen them about four times now in the championship, and he can drop back and take ball off off the half back line or even off the full backs, and come out with it. And he can actually beat lads there, mm-hmm. whereas. Most coaches would probably be pulling their hair out if those fellas taking on their man in the half-back line, but he can do it. It'll be interesting to see if Keating's back in the team. Something's got to give in that full forward line. The last day was Connor and Adam Riley inside, um, and Doherty was on the 40, and Doherty was class against Ballyhays. So maybe maybe Connor's going to drop into that deeper role again. It'll be good to see how they utilise him. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Moving on to the second semi-final Saturday evening in Lacken. There's a change of venue in that um, at 5 o'clock Mullahorn taking on Butler's Bridge. What way do you see this one? Well, in the paper I've tipped Mullahorn. Uh, th- you like Mullahorn? Yeah, uh, I like yeah, Mullahorn. I, like <laughs> I like the bridge. <laughs> th- this is uh, this is Butler's Bridge's first intermediate semi-final since 1976, which is which is a Amazing! It's that long, and it'll not be their last. I think they're a club that's that's come up and coming. Unless they can win the championship this year. Sorry. <laughs> that oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! But I mean, they're it's up. They're up and coming. If they don't win the championship this year, they're going to have to go in win it next year. So they're going to have to come back to a semi. But 
Um, you know, I don't think they'll not put it this way. They'll not be waiting forty years to to get within yeah. a game of winning it or two games within of winning an intermediate championship again. I think that uh, Mullahorn toiled a wee bit in the group stages, um, probably losing the Bailey was a bad result and struggled a bit with Kilshander. They would have been expected to win that, but I I think your lads clicked uh, in the last fifteen minutes against Bilthorbert in the replay. And O'Reilly seems to seems to be getting back to his best. Cormac O'Reilly, an addition there as well. So, for that reason, I tipped Mullahorn, um, but definitely couldn't afford to take the bridge for, for granted. Like I know a couple of boys that were going to put a big bet on Arva to beat the bridge, and they're sitting here. <laughs> but <laughs> thanks to Creevy and O'Reilly, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. But uh, it just goes to show that on their day, the bridge can live with the best teams in the division because Arva are one of the best teams in the division, and. Um, yeah. more than live with them they can beat them so Keevan and Fergal Flanagan would be probably the best known players on it but John Fitzpatrick and Johnny Leddy are, are two consummate ball players outstanding footballers as well so they have, they, you know, I, th- I think they're dangerous for, mm. for Mullahorn but I, I, I do think Mullahorn would be fancied Yeah, John Fitzpatrick just a, a word on him I, I, I've been kind of stating that to me he's the most underrated player in the county you know where you often hear about the overrated players but not enough people know the talent that John Fitzpatrick is yeah, I agree. I haven't seen him as much as you now. I've I've only seen him playing, to be honest, maybe three times, and I was always really impressed with him. Um, he reminds me a bit of Johnny Letty and how he plays, and like his his ball control, his skill, his passing, mm. his ball striking is top notch. I, I I do remember when he was a minor, someone saying to me that they could not understand how he wasn't on the Cavan minor team. Yeah, he was in, and then I think he opted out. Was that it? I think. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he I mean he 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 ran the game against against Arva. Like they yeah. good like. And he ran the game from what I heard with Kieran Brady marking him. There you go. Holla. So there you, go, you know yeah. that's that's no easy feat to well, do either. The Hollow is probably Cavan's best player this year, so that'll yeah. tell you like. But um <laughs> no, I am gonna give Mullahorn a nod and best of luck to to you. Very good, very good. Well, I'm glad to hear that you like Mullahorn. That's a, that's <laughs> I don't a like wonderful, you, but I like Mullahorn. W- wonderful vote of confidence. As we said, um, tune in to patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan for the Cully's Craft Bakery Junior Championship That'll final be out preview. Tomorrow Friday. Uh, tomorrow, Friday is right. So, um, and if you haven't already subscribed, um, maybe just try it out even for, for one month. Put on the jumper and see if it fits. And, and if you enjoy it, stick with it. And if you don't, there's no harm done. You can unsubscribe. But there's a few good interviews there. One, especially with Mickey Graham, that there's a lot of positive talk about. And then we have the reaction um, or a, a review of the weekend just gone by on it as well. So if you haven't already subscribed to us on Patreon.com, please maybe have it at the back of your mind to, to think about doing it anyway. So I think that's it for this week's McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. Unless you can think of any other business. No, no. next week I'm going to write down some other business for the agenda. Just just for the crack. Or if you want to get onto us on Instagram, there's, there was actually a few good ones. I should have brought them up. A few good Instagram ones, but maybe we'll bring them onto the yeah, Patreon. Someone one. suggested we talk about Ryan Con- Connolly's flashy boots, so we can maybe talk about them on the on the Patreon podcast. Yeah, I heard another one that they suggest that with Ballyhiz's injury that, that um, Jerry McCrudden and James Brady are coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd look forward to that one. Throw the ball up and stand well back. That's exactly it. Thanks for listening to the McAvoy Supervisor. GA podcast and we are Calvin.com. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Calvin, yeah. Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Calvin to get come back into the big time? And then the cave and it's over the lap. And Calvin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead.
Virginia. Hurrah! Yeah! Hurrah! 